Hello, and welcome to episode 31 of the Mo Money Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Morehouse. Thank you so much for joining me and for all of you listening in real time. Happy New Year. It is 2016. Super pumped for the new year. I've got a lot of stuff on the go, including me switching my brand name from Mo Money Mo Houses to just Jessica Morehouse. Easy peasy. The new website is jessicamorehouse.com. Uh, another project that I'm super excited to be part of uh, this new year is I'm doing this really awesome finance and fitness program called the Rich and Fit 21 Day Challenge with my friend, fitness coach, and champion bodybuilder, Jacqueline Phillips. So if you want to get fit and rich, you want to, you know, tackle some of your financial problems and also tackle your health. This is an awesome and free way to do it. All you have to do is check out either my blog or Jacqueline's website, JacquelinePhillips.com, or just go right to the registration page, richandfitchallenge.com. Another awesome thing about this program is we're giving away prizes. So if you want to not only get rich and fit, but you also want a chance to win $1,500 from Wealthsimple, a $250 gift card from Lowest Rates, a half a year supply of protein powder from Saigen, or an awesome fitness outfit from Ripped Angel, make sure to subscribe to sign up and join us for this awesome program. You will not regret it. Though you will regret if you don't sign up in time because registration closes Friday, January 8th. With all that said, of course, my next guest, my first guest of 2016 is Jacqueline Phillips. I'm very excited to talk to her because not only is, you know, she a fitness coach as a side hustle, she makes extra money on top of her full-time job by doing this, but I didn't realize before talking to her how expensive it actually is to become a bodybuilder. But because she's kind of like me, she finds lots of fun ways to cut back and do things herself to cut down on costs. So we're going to get into all of that coming up. Um, okay, so Jackie, let's kind of go, let's, you know, rewind. And how did you get into fitness as like a whole kind of lifestyle thing? And, you know, you're not just a fitness coach, you're like a champion bodybuilder <laughs> and amazing lady. So how did how did this all kind of start for you? Yeah, sure. So um, I grew up playing sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played sports my whole life. Um, I think the very first um, activity my parents ever put me in was gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I was three years old. Um, so pretty much ever since then, I've been active. Um, I've played sports both in and out of school um, and have tried pretty much every sport you can think of from judo to diving to everything. Um, Those are very different. Yeah. So growing up, I was very lucky. My parents let me kind of try whatever I wanted. Um, I always had to finish out the season, um, but I was, I was uh, able to try lots of different, different sports and activities. Um, So really I've been um, um, active my whole life. Um, when I went away to university, mm-hmm. um, I was lucky enough to uh, play varsity sports at my university. Um, that helped me really establish. Um, like what kind of sports? So in my first year at St. FX, I, um, I played rugby. Um, I used to play rugby in high school. Did you? I know. Surprising. No, no, not surprising at all because really? I had the same experience. I played I mean, rugby in high school and then I went off to university and I was like, yeah, I can do this. 
Um, I and couldn't. No, varsity, varsity are, rugby was a little. <laughs> they're giants. Yeah, yeah. Like, they literally would have And my them. Insane Effects won the Nationals the year before oh my I went. Gosh. So, yeah. So, I was totally out of my league. <laughs> um, but I played. So, yeah. I played rugby my first year. I played volleyball my second year. Um, and volleyball, again, I wasn't great at that. So, tall, I ended though, up. So. Yeah. That's, that's what they all thought, right? It's like, oh, you're tall and athletic. Like, you can do this. Yeah. Turns out you need to have some sort, some sort of coordination. Oh, <laughs> I ended up doing track and field in my last two mm-hmm. years, um, and that I really found my niche with track and field. Um, like I said, turns out I'm I, I can run fast and jump high, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I was lucky to kind of establish um, really great habits um, and balance in my life yeah. between my academic um, career. Yeah, that and, seems like that's hard to do as a student. that, yeah. you know, is studying, and then you also have all the sports and like, yeah. No, they um, being a student athlete taught me probably more than yeah more than I learned in in real school yeah I learned I learned a lot about um, time management mm-hmm. um, prioritizing um, you know just generally feel it figuring out how to how to balance uh, two elements of my life of my life so mm-hmm. um, and after after uh, university um, I was so used to that having that schedule and that routine and that balance that um, I really I found I really needed some sort of um, competitive uh, something competitive to work toward. Right. So you weren't um, just going to be happy just going to the gym and that's you know, right. Like, yeah. oh, I'm doing this. That's right. You no, something. I really needed. I, I I know for me, I needed to figure. out, I needed the motivation. Yeah. By establishing, you know, a certain event and date that I need to be ready for. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I found that that works for me. Yeah. now and that's yeah. how I, I i do all of my fitness goals um by establishing an event or um setting a setting a date or an event that i have to be ready for and, mm-hmm. and that's what keeps me keeps me going and motivated yeah so when did you kind of first get into the is it so is it bodybuilding or what do you call it to go to those competitions where you're just like look at all my muscles <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a couple different um associations when it comes to um fitness or physique um, shows. Mm-hmm. shows okay. Yeah, so the association I compete in is the IFBB, mm-hmm. which is the Interna- International Federation of Bodybuilding. Oh, okay. Um, and bodybuilding is um, both the general term they use for the whole sport, but it's also a class within the sport. So okay. um, there's, you know, there's there's a couple different classes, um, in, and they all differ in terms of kind of what, what the ideal physique is within each of those classes. I compete in bikini, which is the least muscular class. Okay. Um, uh, and the reason I compete in that class is because it's best suited to my body. Right. Um, I don't have to gain a whole lot of muscle. What's the class above that where the girls are just like crazy? So, so there's like, bikini, figure, that's okay. a little, and even above that is physique. And then above that is bodybuilding. Oh my god! Yeah. So there's lots of they. They get yeah. They get big. <laughs> they get big. They get big. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, like I really have a lot of admiration and respect for for those women that can that can do that. Um, but for me, it's at this point in my life, um, bikini is that that class is the best suited to my my yeah my lifestyle and my and my shape and body and everything. Sure. So so yeah, it. Um, it definitely keeps me motivated and keeps me going. And yeah. uh, so, did you yeah. start that after university, or yeah? So I actually didn't 
I, the first time I stepped on stage for a uh, fitness competition was uh, November 2013. Mm-hmm. So I had been out of school for um, uh, actually just a few just a few months. I, I was out of school, um, and I uh, I was really at the time I was really kind of lacking motivation, yeah. and I, I didn't I didn't want to go to the gym, and I wasn't you know I was just finding it hard to generally in life I wasn't that happy I was working at a law firm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't really have a lot of balance in my life yeah. so um, I was you know I was working out at the gym and someone asked you know are you are you training for the fitness competition I said what's what's a fitness competition mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah that was two months before um, the November 2013 show um, two months yeah. So you had two months to get ready for that show? I think, yeah, it might have been three months. Yeah, it might have been 12 weeks. Um, I took and got ready for the show, and um, I ended up winning my class in that show. And wow. yeah, I was. I was beginner's luck a little I bit? Was, I think it was a little bit of beginner's luck, but um, yeah, I think um, it's. I've always said about shows, it, it, it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, you can work your ass off, but mm-hmm. it's really about who shows up that day. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah, it's, you, you can't really judge how you're going to do in the show. How do they judge? So That's what every, I understand. It's like, uh, if everyone looks so good, yeah, like, so, how do they know who's so the best? It's a ranking system. Okay. Yeah, so it's not. I think that's actually. I'm really glad I get to talk about this because yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't know. No, how, I don't know. All these yeah. are judged. Um, so they're, they're rank, the the competitors are ranked. Yeah. So you're literally ranked one through fifteen, or yeah. it generally only goes up to fifteen in each class um, because it's really hard to do the ranking, obviously, yeah. for yeah. the judges. Um, but yeah, you're ranked from one one onward. Um, so the lower your points, the the better the score. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and they add up the there's there's anywhere from five five to ten judges and they add up the scores mm-hmm. and then they actually um, subtract the highest and lowest score so they take an average mm-hmm. um, or I guess a mean of the, the scores mm-hmm. um, and that's how it's judged yeah mm. um, it's really difficult to judge um, the shows though like especially when the caliber of athletes is really high yeah. you know you kind of all they all look the same so it's, yeah, it's like, like how do you yeah how do you know which um, yeah it's it, it can be you know, a lot of people think it's political and, it's, yeah. you know, it's it is what it is. So yeah. I just approach it. I just go in, try to manage my expectations. Every show I go in, you know, with an open mind. I try not to, you know, set too many expectations mm-hmm. and, you know, too many um, things like that. But, yeah, you know, you set goals like, you know, I'm gonna, I can come in at this per- body fat percentage and stuff like that. But um, to me, it doesn't really make sense to set a goal like, oh, I'm going to come top five when you don't know who who yeah. else might be competing that exactly. day. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's this, all about expectation management. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. And so you were doing these competitions and then eventually this kind of um, spun off into like, hey, I could actually probably do this as a side business to, you know, make some extra cash while I work full time and, yeah. get my, you know, get some exposure and all that's that kind right. of stuff. So I, um, I ended up... Um, I ended up doing my first competition in the same year that I started working um, in business development, legal business development. Um, So I, I had no, when I first competed, I had no intentions of kind of making it a thing or even a regular thing. I didn't even know if I wanted to do another one. But um, I, I, at the time I knew I needed the balance. Um, So, um, 
yeah, I did my first competition. I did a second competition. And by the third competition, I kind of noticed um, how other competitors would come up to me for advice or people would reach mm-hmm. out to me for fitness advice. Um, I also, you know, I started getting offers from photographers to do shoots and stuff like that. And I, I started, you know, started becoming kind of a, a side like a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I went and got my um, my personal trainer certification. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've pretty much just been collecting certifications since then <laughs> as, as my side gig. Um, I've, I've, and yeah, it's, it's kind yeah. of blossomed into a, a really great um, side gig. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's the best part about it is that I don't really have to do um, too much marketing or anything. Um, it's all kind of word of mouth. Doing the shows are, you know, my own marketing and people reach out to me now. And yeah. um, it's become a really great um, um, source of income on the side. Yeah. yeah so and I know we, we talked, you know, kind of offline about this. There's lots of ways where you... Um, find ways to save money while you do the competition. Yeah. I didn't realize how it's expensive. They actually are. Like, I had no clue. I thought you just kind of got that stuff for free. But yeah. no. So, um, <laughs> the competition world can be very expensive. Yeah. Um, it, it can cost upwards of, um, you know, $2,000 after all said and done. Oh $3,000 if you're paying for a personal trainer. Um, you know, it can get really, really expensive. So, um, by, you know, training myself and um, going with just programmers. I save a lot of money that way. Mm-hmm. But I also save a lot of money on show day by doing my own hair and makeup and nails. Mm-hmm. So a lot of girls see competitions as kind of like, a, you know, a spa treatment right. day and stuff yeah. like that. I don't really look at it like that. Yeah. I look at it as more of a competition. Yeah. Um, so... Um, I, I don't really do it to kind of pamper myself. So um, yeah, you think more like the business. Right, side it's, of things, I do right? it as as a business. Right, so exactly. I'm not going to invest three thousand dollars into a show if I'm not going to get at least that much back. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, so I save upwards of a thousand dollars every show by doing my own hair, makeup, and nails. If I could do my own tan, I would. <laughs> but I don't think I'd be very good at that. So um yeah, so there's lots of ways to save money when you compete. Um you don't you know, it doesn't have to be super expensive. Um mm-hmm. I've competed in eight shows, but I've only um had three different I've only bought three different suits. Mm-hmm. So you know you can wear the same suit again. A lot of people think you have to buy a new suit every show. But it's like this. It depends on like if the judges are. Yeah, they don't care. The judges don't care. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. The judges don't care. Um, Yeah, so things like little things like that, and you know, um, getting your jewelry. You know, you don't have to buy like Swarovski crystal jewelry, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just buy some like like, again. The judges don't care. Yeah, (laughs) the judges don't know where your where your fake fake diamonds are from. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So yeah. And is there? um, So I guess part of the reason you do the competition is obviously exposure for you for your personal brand to grow your business the other side of it is there there is like some prizes yeah so you can once you go pro yeah um in the um there's a there's some prizes in the amateur leagues yeah Yeah, like it depends what shows you do you know if you win the overall you can win a thousand bucks here and there um when you go pro um, there is some money to be won um, if you win the shows. However, it's it's not really a good source of income to depend on winning shows. Um, so what most competitors do, especially in the pro leagues, is um, get sponsors. Right. Um, so um, even in the amateur 
division. Um, it's it's kind of necessary to um, have the sponsors to kind of supplement um, your training needs, and um, you know, mm-hmm. so you you don't have to pay. Um, up the yin yang for supplements and, and nutrition. Yeah. You know, you, if you like like myself, you have a sponsor who who provides the the supplements right. and, and and vitamins that you need um, to kind of get through get through your training. Mm-hmm. And then we were also talking a, a while ago about how I was wondering because there's so many um, fitness people on Instagram. Like that seems like you know that's like the cool thing to do is to take the you know workout yeah. selfies and everything. But some of these people are actually making money off that. Yeah. So. Um, the fitness industry is so funny. Um, it's 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 so easy and so hard at the same time. Yeah, um, so if there's you a lot of competition. F- I there's guess there's a right? lot of it. The market is incredibly saturated, yeah. like so oversaturated, and a lot of that comes from um, not having proper regulation in the industry. Right. Okay. Um, so uh, you know you have a lot of people that that uh, kind of start out or do you know get into personal training or get into these shows and then immediately become a coach, you know? Oh, Um, and you're like, "Mm, do you have that much experience? Right. So, and that's why I have been so kind so slow kind of in developing my, my, um, business, my business and my skills and my education and knowledge around, um, you know, exercise and nutrition, um, is because I do want to make sure that I'm not lumping myself in with, you know, the, the, the half-assers. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? you want to, like, I, yeah. I, I don't want to take the shortcuts. No. Um, I want to make sure that uh, I'm fully uh, fully informed and, you know, exactly. continually educating myself. Um, um, but you're right. Like I said, there is, it, it, it is, it, on the other hand, it's really simple to kind of develop a business by mm-hmm. using social media because that is the primary um, business tool for f- the fitness industry, it, yeah. especially for online coaching. Yeah. Um, social media kind of, kind of rules the game. Um, so the more followers you have, um, the more you can lever- leverage those followers to get more money from your sponsors, to get, you know, right. more sponsorships. Um also to get more clients because you know as you know um the 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 market and consumers um oftentimes are you know don't exercise their caution when they hire a trainer and you know they they see someone with hundred thousand followers and they're like oh they must must be be legit good right so um so yeah it's it's it, it can be easy it can be you know you can leverage the social media on one hand, but you also have to be careful on the other hand yeah. to, to make sure, you know, you, you keep your integrity and yeah. and maintain good business practices. Absolutely. So. But I think you've got a good head on your shoulders and you've got a pretty good <laughs> business. Like you say, you're pretty busy, busy and... Yeah, no. So, like, I like it's become, it's, you know, what started out as... It's kind of an idea, few, right? Yeah, yeah. What started out kind of just as, like, a side gig, you know, for fun has... It still is fun and I yeah. still consider it that way. Like, I still look at it as like a fun my fun side gig um but it's it's kind of grown organically and naturally on its own just just from doing the competitions and um and you know and educating myself and kind of um speaking out on certain you know certain topics and stuff it's 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 grown pretty organically so i'm lucky 
Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm excited to see where it all goes. And of course, it goes into our Rich and Fit 21 Day Challenge program. What, what? I know. Self promo, but still, it's pretty, I think it's pretty cool. I'm excited for um, everyone to see the program we've created together. Yeah, me too. It's, it's awesome. It's There's just, nothing like it. There isn't nothing like that. And it's, you know, not, and it wasn't just me being like, oh, I really wish Jackie would just train me for free. <laughs> But I think it's a, a really cool way to explore um, just to, you know, our different audiences. You've got, you know, fitness audience. I've got a personal finance audience. Just how um, they're not mutually exclusive. You know, I'd say, you know, for me, I've always wanted to be more healthy and fit. And I always sometimes will like work out aggressively for two months and then stop for two months. And then you kind of undo all the work that you did. So I think this is kind of a cool way to kind of do both and just have that like kind of perfect yeah balance. no and like you were saying like a lot of the same the, the same concepts apply kind of to both both industries and both uh exactly. both areas so yeah no i'm really excited for it it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be awesome Woo. well thank you so much for joining me yeah absolutely um make sure to check out jacqueline on her website JacquelinePhillips.com. Easy to remember. So um, make sure to check out uh, Jackie. She's also on Instagram. It's it's super motivating. I like your Instagram because I'm like, all right, I got (laughs) to get off the couch and do something. Move. Move. Thank you so much for listening to episode 31 of the Mo Money podcast. If you want to read the show notes for this episode, make sure to go to jessicamorehouse.com slash 31 and make sure to check out my new website. It's pretty awesome. Spent kind of a lot of time on it and I'd love to know what you think. And of course, thank you again to Jacqueline Phillips for joining me on the program today. Also check out her website. She's got a ton of information about fitness and stuff like that on her website, which is awesome. Again, I'm going to plug our Rich and Fit channel I think it's a really awesome and free opportunity for you to get your finances and your physique in shape this new year. And thank you again to our prize sponsors, Wealth Simple, Lowest Rates, Saijin, and Ripped Angel. They're giving away some amazing prizes. So make sure to go to richandfitchallenge.com to find out more information about all that. And without further ado, thank you again. I will see you next Wednesday. This podcast is distributed by the Women in Media Podcast Network. Find out more at womeninmedia.network.